The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. Good morning and welcome to BizSense Beat. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and joining me this morning from Richmond BizSense is Jack Jacobs. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. So starting off, Richmond City Council approved two entertainment proposals this week. Which projects got the thumbs up? Yeah, so this week, City Council ticked a couple administrative boxes for two entertainment venue projects in town. Uh, one of those projects is the planned amphitheater on the riverfront near Tredegar. The other is the casino and resort uh, proposed by Urban One for a site just off I-95 in South Richmond. Regarding the amphitheater project, council members approved a performance grant agreement tied to that project. And basically that agreement sets up an arrangement in which the city will pay money to the developer based on new incremental real estate and admissions tax revenue created by the project. And the agreement is intended to help offset the cost of the project. The $30 million amphitheater is planned to feature seating for 7,500 people and would host 25 to 35 acts a year. Construction is expected to start this summer and time to be open for the 2025 outdoor concert season. Uh, Also on Monday, City Council approved ordinances to set the stage for a potential new voter referendum on the casino project Eyed for South Richmond. This is the same proposal uh, by Urban One that city voters rejected in November of 2021. But council members contend there was uh, some misinformation about the project and that, uh, in their minds, warrants a do-over vote. Uh, there are some state-level approvals needed uh, as well. So we're not quite at the point where there can be a second referendum, but uh, we're getting there. All right. And Stony Point Fashion Park is looking for ways to entice customers. What are they considering? Stony Point is pursuing permission from the ABC to allow the mall's restaurants to serve to-go alcoholic drinks that customers could uh, take with them and consume as they walk around the mall. The mall's tenants wouldn't be required to participate in the program, but participating restaurants would have to sell the beverages in disposable cups branded with their names or logos or or what have you. Uh, Stony Point hopes to receive word on whether the ABC application is approved later this summer. And at some point after that, the open container program would actually roll out over there. This move at Stony Point comes as the latest effort by Second Horizon Capital, which is the mall's relatively new owner, uh, to turn things around uh, at the center, which has uh, struggled to retain tenants in recent years. Second Horizon is a Florida-based real estate investment firm, uh, which bought Stony Point last year. Short Pump Town Center is also working on launching its own open container program as well. All right. And the results from a review of VCU Health's withdrawal from a development plan are available. What did they find? VCU Health has released a third-party after-action report on its costly exit from an ill-fated downtown development project. Uh, That project was proposed to be a $325 million redevelopment that would have transformed the city's public safety building um, over at 500 North 10th Street into a multi-building office complex. Uh, however, VCU Health backed out of that project and paid $73 million to exit the deal, uh, plus some other expenses tied to the exit there. Basically, the report uh, released yesterday found that turnover and management, quote, uh, insignificant due diligence and, quote, inadequate in-house real estate expertise were contributing factors to the deal falling apart. 
VCU Health has said it exited the project in light of challenges arising over the course of the pandemic and financial obligations that came with the deal. The review included recommendations for VCU and the health system calling for the boards of both the university and health system to improve uh, its culture, to foster more open communication, establish project management teams, and require management to use third-party advisors in, quote, high-risk and or high-dollar transactions. Michael Rao, who is the president of both the university and the health system, said the report would lead to immediate changes. And finally this week, Bon Secours could be coming to West Hampton School. What can you tell us? Yes, so after years of evolving plans, Bon Secours appears closer to having a presence at the redeveloped West Hampton School in the West End of Richmond uh, by way of an office-anchored mixed-use building slated to begin construction uh, later this year. The health system is handing the reins of the final parcel of what's now known as the West Hampton Commons Um development to Tallheimer Realty Partners, which is planning a five-story, about 100,000-square-foot building that will feature office space, which would mostly be occupied by Bon Secours. Uh, There'd also be apartments on the top of the building there. The new building would be the final phase of the overall reinvention of the West Hampton School property, and it's taken plenty of turns over the past decade, uh, starting in 2012, when Bon Secours signed a 60-year lease on the site. And um, Bon Secours over the years has proposed different facilities for the properties, including a nursing school and a dedicated medical office building project. Uh, Bon Secours had long planned to handle the development of this last piece of the overall project. So the handover to Tallheimer, which has developed the rest of the property, uh, is a change. A health system spokeswoman told me that um, the health system continues to experience economic challenges that are affecting um, the healthcare industry due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this morning. Thanks to Jack Jacobs from Richmond BizSense for joining me today. You can read these and other business stories at richmondbizsense.com. You're listening to VPM News. Thanks again, Jack. Thank you. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.